folks welcome to the red and white podcast i'm not even sure i remember how to do this anymore yeah, dustin my co-host how you doing brother uh good good so yeah we haven't recorded in a while um i think you know give everybody an update of what's happening what's going on what's the plans for the future and you know our, our brief thoughts on what's been going on in the wolfpack world uh for the most part you know we we beat the drum around the gottfried era in the end of it uh, and we didn't get too far into what had happened and where we are now. So we won't go back through what everybody's heard that story, all the stories a hundred times. But Kevin Keats, how do you feel about Kevin Keats? I like him, I think. Um, I'm waiting on some kind of hammer to drop where he was the mastermind of the Louisville prostitution ring or something like that. <laughs> just because that would be our luck. But I think he's... He seems like a stand-up guy, and I think the uh, style of play may win some games this season for a team that shouldn't win a lot of games, looking at it personnel-wise. Mm-hmm. So uh, everybody's just got to to rein in the expectations because it's, it's going to be bad for a year or two. But it was going to be with Gotham, yeah. too, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree there. I think that was kind of, and I think this you buy yourself a year by making the coaching switch, at least from the from the fans' view, right? You don't have to deal with uh, another Godfrey error and then not, another Godfrey down year, which you knew it was going to be just based on the talent, right? So I don't know. You know, I was on board. I was I was uh, Archie, Will Wade. Keats guy in that order, right? Those are the three that I wanted. Uh, but I didn't really have any basis for those other than, you know, the Archie connection and all that. But look, if he doesn't want it, he's not interested. I'm not interested. I'm, I'll move on. Uh, so I like what Kevin Keats has been saying. I like what people say about him. You, you know, really, you don't hear any bad thing come about. Typically, when somebody leaves a job, you hear a lot of, well, you know, he didn't do this or such and such. You hear some grumbling and you haven't heard anything, any of, any of that, right? You hear ex-players and fans just say positive things about him. And, and to the point where one of his players, you know, C.J. Bryce transfers from Wilmington to NC State where Kevin Keats is, right? That speaks, to me, that speaks volumes. Yeah, that's, that's big. Yeah, and that was, that was a big recruit from his standpoint, but from a, a reputation standpoint, if Kevin Keats wasn't a, a good guy, a good coach, and hadn't helped C.J. Bryce, he would have gone somewhere else. So to me, that's an indication that, you know, what everybody else has been saying, Keats is a good dude, he's a good coach, uh, he'll do good things. So I'm I'm excited for it. I'm excited for the style of play, at least the what he talks about. Godfrey always talked about playing fast, but I don't think we ever averaged more than 60 points a game or somewhere in that range. So this this could be different, right? This could be a little bit more Louisville-ish, you know, a little more fast-paced, press-related team. And I, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to him coaching that effort. And that effort's what we haven't seen in so long. So I, I'm excited about it. You know, though I, I'm a typical fan, I guess. At some point, you're like, well, I wanted my guy, and then everybody gets excited about the new guy. Right? That's just just how it works. 
it's the the psychology of being a fan. But I believe he's he's got a good chance, right? He's got a good track record, and he's saying all the right things and seems to be recruiting pretty well. He's using the Godfrey transfer market, which is, you know, what you need to do sometimes. So I'm in. I like it. I think it's good. I'm anxious to see how state applying defensive pressure works out with officiating <laughs> because that's not, that's not supposed to happen. Now, Virginia, I mean, they knock you black and blue, but you know, they just play defense. So I feel like their reputation of that fast, aggressive defense gives or gets earns them leniency. And I'm wondering if that's going to do the same thing for us. Cause I can't imagine that ever happening. I can't either. Um, I'm hoping Kevin Keats has better success uh, sort of changing that reputation from the official standpoint. I'll never forget the, well, Carolina just doesn't foul as much. You're like, come on now. <laughs> it's just nonsense. So, I, I, yeah, I get it. I don't know what's going to happen. I I suspect we'll foul out five guys in 30 seconds at one, in one game at some point. And that's a problem. <laughs> it, it is. When you it look is, at, the, uh, when at you some look point, at you have to, yeah. You have to lay that out, though. You have to. It might have to happen once for people to say, "All right, this is how they're going to play. We need to adjust." Right. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. You know, I, I get what you're saying, though. It's it's not promising from that no, standpoint, that's, that's, at least. Uh, that's uncharted territory that I can't imagine going well. But that's a that's a great question for us to ask uh, Kevin Keats when we get him on the podcast or yeah, yeah. A.W. Hamilton. So we'll, we'll work on that, people. We'll get some real questions, real answers out of them. Um, other than that, like Omir Stan, that was a big recruit for Kevin Keats. Uh, I think that's nothing but positive there, even if you know his past year wasn't what everybody expected it to be, which is tough for a 17-year-old kid playing in the ACC. You know, didn't get any preseason warm-ups. And the the most understated fact is that he's playing in a new country. How many of you can go to a new country, adjust, and perform at your peak level? So I'm curious to see what Kevin Keys can get out of him. Uh, I think it'll be good. He's got the range to play, so we'll see what happens. I'm afraid a lot of his issues last year was coaching. When you look at some of the you know remarks and input he got at the combine. It wasn't yeah. bad, and right. it didn't match up with what we saw. Right. I don't think he just magically got better in you know a month or two. That doesn't yeah. make sense. There's, I don't know. I think there was just uh, you talk about a kid in a new country and add that to what some will call a toxic environment. Mm-hmm. That's not a combination that's gonna to work. It's gonna work out, you know. That's exactly right. I think that's something that people don't talk about enough. And you know, I like I'd like to see out of Omir a little bit more effort and confidence. And I think that has to come from a coach, right? A coach has to pull that out of him. Pushed. He's a kid, right? He's yeah. seventeen or eighteen years old. He needs he needs that that push and that you know maybe he just needs a hug. I don't know, <laughs> but by all by all accounts, Kevin Keats is a better. Uh, I don't know, people manager, people person. I'm not sure what the right kids person. I'm not sure what the right term is, but I, 
See, that's weird, though. understand what I'm talking about. We always looked at Gottfried as this great motivator. I don't don't know about a motivator. At least, I never saw that evidence on the floor. I thought he was a guy. You know? He was a slickster. I think think that's that's the best way to do it, right? The best way to say it is that he can... He can talk to the cameras. He can talk to the press. But did he have that same connection, that same influence with its players? I don't know. Did he have that same connection with his players that he had with all the women around Raleigh? (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, it was coming. It was coming. Yeah. He had lots of Um, connections. Yeah. So I I don't know. You know, we'll see. I I like Kevin Keats from that standpoint. I think uh, he did – a good job getting Omir to come back and th- that should help him tremendously. Now who's going to shoot the long range shot. Mm, <laughs> I'm not sure. Terry Henderson gets ramrodded by the NCAA hmm. S- somehow equates. What was it? Six minutes on the floor. That's been playing a season. Uh, it's that was extremely disappointing. Uh, I'm not sure. Unexpected. Year, right. Yeah, I think it's because it's a transfer. You know, he chose to transfer and all that jazz. But still, man, it's yeah. it, again, it's a kid, and you're taking that away from him, it, and at least not giving him an expedited process. That took a long time for them to say no thanks. Yeah, and that was disappointing. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's been a it's been an interesting. Um, you know, a couple months, I know, for the pack and for us personally, which is why we haven't been around. I had my second child. Um, you know, you're in school and doing all this other stuff. So that's why our recordings have been few and far between, but we're not going anywhere. We'll be back for the upcoming football season, which how are you feeling about that right now? We're in June. What's your what's your June prognosis? Terrible. Just <laughs> god awful uh, stuff coming out with you know preseason top twenty five. No, no, no. That's uh, uh-uh. you're not gonna cuck me rankings. Like <laughs> every time, every time we have these expectations, <laughs> we just, I mean, just trash it, and, and we shouldn't. I see why we're ranked where we are. Yeah, I mean that D line is gonna be just be a monster, but I don't know if that can win games by itself man i know i think what they said i've seen us in top 10 d lines in the country top five that's all this week. top five yeah uh, top five and it's i think fourth in the acc i think florida state clemson and uh who's the other one ahead of us i think there's three ahead of us i don't remember the third one it was in the uh yeah other other division but yeah the other division or it doesn't matter but so you're like you look at that and you're like holy crap, you know the, the league could be really stout there or somebody's really overestimating it. But when who was it Phil Steele or Athlon, one of them puts us in top twenty five or sleepers. You're like oh crap, it's yeah. <laughs> the last thing anybody wants to see. That's my that's my uh, thing. Our D line's so good, but yeah. we've got those other two in the same division, and I feel like their offenses are going to be better than ours. So we don't have a shot against those two. I mean, if, if you look at it on paper, Clemson we can still get, but I don't know. Huh. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the offense does. Uh, I think the move of Naheem to um, running back gives him a little more flexibility. I think that kind of plays stronger to his his strengths, vice versa strengths. Um, I think the but most you never important know. move we need to look at is Matt Canada to LSU. <laughs> Man, I wish we uh, could have a coordinator like that. Well, I don't know what's going to happen with that. <laughs> That'll be interesting. I, I don't. I, yeah, I have no idea. So strange. <laughs> so strange. I don't think drinks bad. I think it'll be. We'll see what happens this year. Uh, the offensive line will be. Uh, you know, it's mostly intact. We'll lose the center, but Tony Adams is going to slide over to center. Uh, I think we'll have. It's got the, the the chance and the opportunity to be a strong offensive unit. They got a lot better last year under Ledford, and I think they'll continue to get better. You know, one of the going back to the defensive line for a second. The question mark I had is, how's Kevin Patrick going to replace Ryan Nielsen? You know, is that transition going to go smoothly? Is is it going to help? I, I think Nielsen was gener- generally regarded as a fantastic coach, definitely a good recruiter, but the performance he got out of his, out of the D line, I think everybody was, you know, a big fan. But understandably, he moves on to the the NFL, New Orleans Saints. You know, you, you can't hate a guy for that. But I'm just curious how that transition is going to go and how that's going to impact the the defensive line. I, I did like Kevin Patrick's statement where he said. I'm just trying not to screw it up. Right? These guys are good enough where, uh, you know, I, don't let me bring them down, get in their way. So I thought that was a great view of it, right? You don't really hear that that often. A lot of times coach is going to come in and try to impart his philosophy and his techniques and whatnot. And he's just like, I'm going to work with what I have. These guys are really good. Yeah. So I think that'll be interesting. I, I was glad to hear that. And I, you know, I think Doran's been a – he's had a good track record of hiring assistants. I mean, even Matt Canada didn't work out. Oh, he hired a good one, but he fired him. Right, yes. Right. (laughs) So, I mean, it didn't work out here for him. And that's got to be personality-based. I don't think that was skill-based, right? He goes to Pitt, has success. He gets to LSU. But there's not many coaches that get fired or leave because they're underperforming. They leave because they're going up. You know, Coach U left because he was going up. Clayton White left because he was going up. So I think, you know, I give Doran the benefit of the doubt that Drink will be the, the right guy and that we'll see, I don't know, we'll see something out of it, right? I don't know. Uh, I'm hopeful. It'll be interesting to see what happens. I think they have to win that South Carolina game with Charlotte to establish the right momentum. If they do, that there's going to be a lot of hype going into the the first few weeks, that's for sure. They win that game. <laughs> yeah, well, but, they, they better. I mean, there's no – that South Carolina team is bad. Yeah, the only people that lose to Muschamp are Tennessee. <laughs> like, there's no reason to lose to them. Their quarterback's like 14 years old. <laughs> the defense is bottom of the barrel in the SEC. I don't – Yeah. Yeah. You going to that game? I, I assume I'll go. It's close to my in-laws. I don't have any plans at the moment, but yeah, I got the hookup on a. I want a tailgate in a pool in Uptown Charlotte, like what? A ten-minute walk from the stadium, and then just come over for the game. Well, with your new 
svelte body type, man. You'd be oh, yeah. your yeah. speedo in 110 degrees. Oh, I was thinking cool. about it, you know. Uh, speaking of 110, yeah. it's going to be hot, man. Too hot as fuck, man. 230. <laughs> <laughs> 2.30 or 3 o'clock game, whatever it is, in Charlotte in August. Like, come on. I think they couldn't have, they didn't do us any favors with that crap. It's going to remind me of the, uh, actually, the state Tennessee game in Atlanta. Yeah. It was just oh, god awful hot and tailgating yeah. on pavement, like just mm-hmm. black asphalt. I remember when we went down, it's like, oh, we don't have a five hour minimum. We're going to get out at like 10 in the morning. Worst mistake of my life. <laughs> oh my God. Being out there for like seven hours. Oh. Yeah. That was a long one. Oh, that was brutal. It was so hot, so miserable. So that's what we got to look forward to in a month, a couple months. Yeah. I don't know. My, my June optimistic levels are really high right now. It's pretty standard though. We'll see how that comes crashing down as we get into the season but right now i feel pretty good this is peak there's... wait till next year because next year is not here yet but it kind of is so this is our year <laughs> this is yeah. this is the best time of the year because we can't lose yeah nothing's, nothing's I think, gonna lose i think doran's done a lot of good things that he's kind of winning the fans back and it helps you know winning your bowl game and kind of ending on that momentum but like for the recruiting side Kid, the quarterback they got from New Jersey, Devin Leary, it's yeah, just got been a rocket. He's got a rocket, and he's just been destroying the camp circuit to the point where everybody's like, "Is he going to stay with State?" Like, yeah. he's been killing it, killing it. So, you know, Dora's been good at identifying those kids and kind of grooming them, and you know, so I, I think he's doing the right thing. I, I know we kind of drilled him at the end of last year, but no, oh, I'm still on that bandwagon. Yeah, I'm not. I'm he's not he's only that. he's only got slack now from everyone because he beat Carolina. If he had lost that game, no, we wouldn't be having this. Oh, we might be good. No, it would have been a disaster. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not, a, right. I'm not a one game earns your job thing. He's got to earn it this year. He, he definitely does. Year. He definitely does. I, you know, he's got to win eight. He's got to win eight. Yeah, I think that's doable. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just, I'm. I'm your classic fan. I don't hold the grudge. You know, I was angry at the end of last year, or you know, at the end of the regular season or halfway through the season. I'm like, man, that's frustrating as hell because you see how close they were, and you step back and you're like, and they were really close. They're a kicker away from. Yeah. Having a really good season. I see that. Even side though of it too. didn't seem like, even though they didn't play that well, you know, it seems at the time. So. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, right now. It's June, so that's I feel fine. I feel good about it. There's a lot of positive talk. That that part scares me, but the rest of it, I think, uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. All right. For some reason, can we talk about how? Well, you might not know, but the uh, I'm sure some people would like to talk about how the the new parking spot selection system went in the ticket selection system. Went. I know I had some frustrations with it. And from all accounts, other everybody else did. So basically you had five minutes and some random day they picked for you to sign in and pick your parking spot. My concern, my issue with, with it for a long time was I, was, I get a ton of emails, a ton of letters from the Wolfpack clubs. I don't know which ones I need to pay attention to. It's just a lot of them, right? And so I'm, I'm reading one of them and it's like, here's your sleep, seat and parking selection process. I'm like, all right, cool. And I, I just tried to move our seats up one row. They were open. 
one row. And it's like, no, you can't do that. So I emailed them like, oh, no, this is only for a parking selection. It's like, it says seat parking selection. Well, it's seats for uh, annuals, so not lifetime rights, folks. It's like, I'm trying to move up one row. They're open. <laughs> Let me move them up. It's just, it was, I thought it was really confusing. It was a little frustrating. The parking selection by the time we got to, you know, our Wolf Pack Club spot is not great. And even some of the guys that are higher, higher up, like, I don't, I don't know what the priority was or, you know, how fast it filled up. But, man, it filled up. There wasn't a whole lot of selection. And, you know, I think one of our guys is fairly high up there. But, I, I mean, I, in conception, it's a really good idea. Uh, I thought the execution was not the best. Right. And I know there's a lot of people that were frustrated with it. So if anybody's got any comments on it, you know, tweet at us, let us know. I'd love to hear um, what you thought, good or bad. But, yeah, I, I don't have a whole lot. It's June. We're going we're to come back and record. Uh, things. The dust will settle here a little bit. Maybe will get routine. Dustin will figure out how to graduate. And, you know, we'll start recording on a regular schedule again. But we felt like we were beating a dead horse and didn't want to talk too much about the same thing over and over and over again. And everybody else is you know, trying to do it as well. So, uh, I read an interesting yeah, thing all, yesterday. I, One more thing to, to yeah. bring up. Uh, speaking of game day environment with seats and parking and all that, uh, it was an article. It may have been in the NNO. I don't know. Um, but was talking about beer and selling beer. And they spoke about, you know, Carolina, Duke, and State. And Duke was kind of, oh, well, it's not really something we think, blah, blah, blah. Carolina's like, well, you know, it's something we'll look at. But Debbie Yao was the one who was like, well, that's something we'll definitely look at, but we'd like to do it at the same time as, you know, UNC or ECU or something like that, like a statewide thing as opposed to a private thing. But why would you not sell beer? I don't know, man. <clears throat> I think there's a lot of revenue. I mean, every everybody who's done it, there's a, a ton of revenue. My only concern or my only guess would be is that we just don't have the concessions to, to support it. I mean, our concessions are they're terrible. Right. It, they're few and far between. There's not the bathroom situation is not great. You know, but at the same time, you could probably pay for that by selling beer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you'll, you'll sell a lot of beer. People are gonna get drunk regardless. At least now you're it's you're gonna profit off of it, right? You're gonna make some money on it. And I think it was West Virginia that talked about that they did it to cut down on binge drinking, right? And their their reports of you know problems have dropped significantly because students can go in and drink. Well, not the underage ones, but they're gonna drink outside anyway, either way. But the ones you know. Help people we tailgate with would benefit from not been drinking before the game. How many times are we like, all right, got it, we're going in, let's shotgun some beers? Yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying that won't happen, but so it, it might sell canned beer, might decrease, and have yeah. a shotgun sanctioned area in Carter Family, <laughs> like the cigarettes. Yeah, yeah, smoking area and a shotgun area, or you can just combine them, <laughs> where you're allowed to just throw your can on the ground and woo and take off. Sorry about that's loud, but sometimes you feel it. That was great. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, the revenue is there. Uh, they have to execute it. I don't know why you would wait for anybody else other than, uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it makes sense. People are going to drink regardless. Why not? Make money know. off of it. Right. Go go in the bathrooms. Look at the, there's like <laughs> bottles of liquor. I mean, I'm talking about airplane bottles. I'm talking about fifths of liquor. Yeah. <laughs> People and, have bored into their drinks. Until you figure out a way to uh, figure out if a woman has something between her, her, um, upper area oh there's gonna be all kinds of mini bottles in there a fifth is you know that's something special but at least mini bottles when a woman would a woman with double d's is uh oh she's a perfect yeah she's a high commodity in the tailgate world that's valid real estate come saturdays but (laughs) when you go in the men's room above the urinals please don't throw liquor bottles in urinal yeah i mean just take advantage of it. Sell Jack and Cokes like they do at Walnut Creek. Like those pre-made Jack mixed whiskey drinks in the bottles. Hey. Yeah, right. There's definitely an opportunity for it. I think they need to get it. They need to explore that probably faster than they would think. People, I mean, people are going to get hammered. It's just, I, I would probably buy a beer, especially, I mean, what fan base is more frustrated and needs to drink more than we do. Yeah. Right. I especially mean, early start. Yeah games in the summer you know yeah you don't yeah. have to give out water if you sell beer it's yeah it's bud lights the same thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah i think there's uh I, I i don't understand what the concerns are other than perception maybe but i'm thinking it also probably keeps people in at halftime too they don't have to go to their car and yeah it know, definitely beer and come back Definitely so, the crowd. It'll be interesting. It's it's inevitable. I th- I think as ticket sales struggle, and just not from us, but in general, you know, you have to compete with, you know, sitting on my couch in front of a sixteen inch TV. Well, you better, you know, woo me. Hmm. And I think that's just sports in general these days. So you have to make the experience as good as possible, and right, you have to cater to the fans. Just something you have to do. It's worth it's worth trying, you know, at the very least. So absolutely, yeah. But I don't know. That's all I got. It's um, we'll be back. I I enjoy I enjoyed this. So if anybody else has any you know, suggestions for us or whatnot, we'll probably be recording a couple times in July, and then we'll get back into it regular regular scheduled program in August uh, when football season's right upon us. But. That's all I got. What you got, man? Nothing. Nothing. All right. Hope everybody's having a good summer. And go pack. Go pack.